the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Monday. Best day of the week. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Glad to be back with you guys after a truly fun weekend. Yes, I had a great time this weekend. Hopefully you guys did, too. Uh, But it's the start of a new week, and I I posted actually out on Facebook today. I finished this sentence. Another week, another. And a lot of interesting replies there today. And maybe I'll just have that be the uh, question of the show tonight in case you want to call in. Another week, another Finish the sentence uh, because it seems like we got a lot of same old, same old topics out there uh, to talk about tonight from immigration and what's going on there, as well as um, the attempts by social media to interfere and control the elections, as well as to silence and suppress conservatives. A lot of the same old, same old, but that doesn't mean that because it's same old, same old that we should ignore it. In fact, it's all the more reason why we need to double down, continue to discuss it, rally together as conservatives and as any American, whether you're a conservative, Republican, or however you identify, to really understand the threats to our freedoms that are at stake. Later on in this week, we've got these Democrats, all 922 of them, going to be debating it out this week. And so as we go into the those debates to see how the left is going to try to outmarks each other with all the freebies they can give away, the cost for everything, everything that the liberals want to supposedly offer for free, all comes at the great expense to our freedoms and to our pocketbook here. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K Show coming at you every night here, 6 to 7 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. I don't do it alone. No, I do not. Among many people here at the station on the crack, AK Show team, there's one in particular. Who celebrated? Uh, we don't. We don't want to say the B word, but he. So we're going to call it. He celebrated DJ Carrot Sticks Appreciation Day this weekend. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ. We all love DJ. I can't hear you, my friend. He forgot how to. He forgot how to work the boards over the weekend. Well, they they switch things up on me around here. I've <laughs> gone one day and they switch things up on me. <laughs> But uh, thanks for the shout-out on Friday. I did listen to the show, and uh, a shout-out by you, and Potato Skins. I thought it was pretty nice. Thank you. Yeah, dude, I am so disappointed. What in the world were you doing listening to the AK show on your night off, man? I just wanted to see if you were going to talk about me. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you're going to talk about me, he said in an Irish accent. Did you have a lovely weekend? Oh, I had an amazing weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday was a blast. Friday, I had a great time, played some pool with some uh, people that came for the ride from out of town, uh, met a girl named Cookie, had a good oh, time. Oh, hello. Saturday. Was she treat- sweet or was she a savory cookie? Oh, Keep well, a G, baby. Keep she didn't G. have nuts. No nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> so this cookie had no nuts. But uh, and Saturday Saturday was a great time. We had 300 people show up for the for the bike ride, the Fantastic. 1904 anniversary ride. So it was a great time. Fantastic. I think there was 300 people alone standing in line uh, for the fried Oreos Saturday at the fair where I was at. But you know what? A good time was had by all this weekend. And yes, I did. Confession, though, DJ Karistix. 
my peeps I was with, they got me on a ride. I'm like, no, I cannot. DJ Kieran Sticksaw, a ride held together with masking tape. I cannot get on a ride. I did. It was a glorious day, though. So anyway, um, enough idle chit chat. Well, wait, real quick, though. What did you, did you really have deep fried Oreos? I had deep fried, yeah. Oh, Would nice. I lie okay, about it? all right. Yeah, it's not like I go to the fair and eat vegetables. <laughs> no, I had, uh, let me tell you my, and you know what? I ended up walking for five hours. Had I realized how many calories I burned, I would have thrown in the extra large cinnamon roll in there into the mix. Let's see, what did I have? We had two servings of the potato chip nachos, which, you know, each one is the size of my car. So they were fantastic. I had a hot dog covered in pastrami and cheese and chili. I mean, this thing was low dead. Okay. And I mean, low dead on the hot dog. We had barbecue sandwiches. We had deep fried Oreos. We had kettle corn. I'm not, can't even remember what else I had. It was a hog down. It was a hog down, baby. Yes, it was. But, you know, go big or go home. What else am I supposed to do at the fair? Um, got to move on though to some serious topics at hand. Got a great lineup for you guys tonight. We've got Ed Martin who's going to be here for his Monday night round and Ed's going to talk about uh, some more silence and suppressing of conservatives on social media, including a social media site I never heard about. Uh, he's going to be here to talk about that and also a SCOTUS ruling today that may have seemed banal because it involved trademarks, but it's actually a lot of people saying that it's a very, uh, very interesting case and, and ha- might have some far reaching Good implications for conservatives, so we definitely want to. You definitely want to stay tuned for that. Um, Iran continues to be a big story in the news. President Trump signed on for some sanctions today against Iran, and we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Because just because President Trump decided not to strike does not mean that there's not still possible military action to take place down the road. And we've got to talk about all the implications for that. And, of course, I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. You know, last week we were all excited that when it came to uh, the immigration standpoint that in crisis that we have in this country, that President Trump had successfully used tariffs in order to work with uh, – Mexico in order to assist us in stopping the flood of the invasion at our borders. Um, But then President Trump made an announcement last week, I think it was on Thursday, in which he had said that they were going to begin deportations of illegals that had already had deportation orders in this country. These were criminals. We're talking about a couple thousand people. And it was like, yes, we're going to actually start deporting people. These are criminals that have broken. If you came home and saw somebody broke into your house and was helping themselves to your refrigerator and have been squatting while you were on vacation and acting as though you now owed them a living and owed them a standard of living and owed them your home, you would want to you'd be on the phone with the popo and say, come arrest these people. Get them out of here. Deport them out my front door. And that's exactly what President Trump said was supposed to happen uh, last week. And then there was an announcement that he, it was over the weekend that he was putting it off for a couple of weeks. The story was supposedly um, that President Trump wanted to, it was leverage that President Trump was going to give. He was pulling back to give the Democrats an opportunity to come up with some legislation in advance of that. Now there's reports that have come out that that's not necessarily the case, that uh, there are some. Four or five officials within the Trump administration who have outed the DHS chief, Kevin McLeanan, of leaking the ICE raids in order to sabotage the operation. If this is true, which according to these officials that it absolutely is, there was only a small number of people. Somebody leaked it. They leaked it to the to the Washington Post on Friday. 
this Kevin McClellan had just taken a plane ride with a writer from the Washington Post right before the story leaked. There was only a few people who knew about this and only some and only one individual, supposedly, according to these officials, who really stand to gain anything by leaking this. And it's this guy, Kevin McClellan, who had, who supposedly he was promoted internally in April and he had been fighting for months during, according to this article he had a, in Washington Examiner, he had been fighting for months behind closed doors with White House officials including former acting ICE director Ronald Vitiello and the new acting ICE director Mark Morgan against the plan, which begs the question for me why he was appointed as DHS secretary in the first place. Do we have nobody that could have been appointed who actually supports the rule of law in this country as it, as it relates to illegals in this country? This is astounding to me. And Scott Pressler from The Persistence had a great tweet out this weekend. He said, hey, black, black Americans in this country, do you not have a problem with the fact that illegals in this country are getting away with committing crimes while you get locked up and thrown in prison when you commit one? This is astounding to me. I'm concerned that this guy is still in his position because nobody has come out today that I'm aware of to say that that was not true, that he wasn't the one who leaked it. So if he was the one who leaked it, why does he still have a job? Maybe they're trying to figure out how they can do damage control over this, try to buy themselves a couple weeks, slowly move this guy out. Because, of course, if he, if he fires him now, then it's going to be, well, you know, Trump can't hand, have anybody around him. With It's going to be, oh, there's so much chaos in the Trump administration, and Trump can't have anybody around him who's not willing to do his bidding. But l- literally at this point, I don't, I, I'm concerned that – the fact that we are fifteen, you know, eighteen months away from an election has this administration hamstrung. Do the right thing for the American people. Fulfill your promises. It's the same thing whether it's for President Trump or whether it's for any other Republican who's running for office. You fulfill your campaign promises and you will be reelected because you were elected in the first place on the basis of your campaign promises. And this guy, even if it wasn't him who leaked, at this point. His, his, the perception of him has, has been damaged. He needs to go. His hands were dirty, according to one official. Following the Post report, um, uh, here's, here's another uh, incredibly important uh, comment by one of the officials. That leaking, that, that not only did they leak the fact that there were going to be deportations, he leaked the plans, the locations. This is the equivalent of Hillary Clinton leaking classified information that showed names and operatives on the ground, one of them which had to be lifelighted out of Yemen. He leaked the, this involved the leaking of locations and details, which as one, one of the officials who outed him said, it really jeopardized the safety of law enforcement officers. It put a target on their back. He says it gets people hyped up, it gets the NGOs activated, and then anyone wearing, wearing, one wearing a jacket with the ICE name on it is chastised. He put a target on the back of our law enforcement in doing this. Quite frankly, there's no excuse for me, and it, as far as I'm concerned, for this guy to continue to have his job. He's worse than Kirsten Nielsen. It's like he committed treason. Literally. Yeah. And everybody today is talking about how AOC was tweeting out tips to illegals. Hey, here's how you go about avoiding getting arrested, just like the mayor of Oakland who should have been arrested, who literally put out a cry after the illegals. Hey, ICE is coming. The Trump administration is going to deport you. You're going to be arrested. With what, what this Trump administration official reportedly did and is being accused of doing is, is literally this is aiding and abetting 
criminals in this country and putting our law enforcement at risk at the same time. This cannot be allowed to stand. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Ed Martin. we got to shift gears. There's other breaking news happening out there, one of which involves SCOTUS today. And Ed's going to explain why this ruling today on the trade bark is so important to conservatives, as well as what's the latest social media site that says, you better not show any support for President Trump or you're going to be banned. It's getting out of control with the attempts to control us and then control the elections, which is also happening not just by this lesser-known social media site, but by Google themselves, who were busted in a Project Veritas tape talking about how they were going to make sure 2016 never happened again. More Andrea Kasia coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. June is Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month, and the Alzheimer's Association of San Diego and Imperial Counties wants to share its mission to eliminate Alzheimer's disease through the advancement of research, to provide and enhance care and support for all affected, and to reduce the risk of dementia through the promotion of brain health. The Alzheimer's Association serves our community through free classes, support groups, individual consultations in person, or via a 24-7 helpline at 1-800-272-3900. The association serves more than 60,000 people in San Diego and Imperial Counties who are affected by Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia. Classes on subjects such as the 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's and how to communicate with people affected are presented regularly all across the county. If you're a caregiver or concerned about memory loss in your yourself or a loved one, call 1-800-272-3900 or visit alz.org today. That's 1-800-272-3900. That's 1-800-272-3900. What's in your water? Is the water your family drinks every day at home clean and safe? Make sure with Dime Water's Aquifer System, the ultimate in-home water treatment. It removes unhealthy chlorine, trace metals, bacteria, and reduces chloramines without using chemicals or salt, offering all the benefits of softened water without the need to flush the system, which wastes dozens of gallons of expensive water. And the Aquifer System requires no electricity, which makes it unique from any other whole home water treatment system. Dime Water also offers a variety of reverse osmosis systems for truly pure drinking and cooking water. Call and mention the answer to get $150 off a Dime Water Aquifer system. Call 760-734-5787, 760-734-5787, or visit DimeWaterInc.com. Make sure your family's water is clean, safe, and healthy with the Dime Water Aquifer system, 760-734-5787. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. 
Well, we just found out that student debt is at an all-time high. It's just a whisker below $1.6 trillion. Yes, trillion with a T. But it's all worth it, right? Our young people need education. Not so fast. A new study shows the average freshly minted college grad makes almost $11,000 less annually than he or she expected. And it's true over a wide range of majors. What gave these young people such unrealistic expectations? One factor is easy to recognize. Our serial exaggeration of the benefits expected from a degree. Making it worse, tuition has soared faster than almost any other expense category in our economy. Recruiters and marketers have in turn hyped the value of their institutions and their degrees. It's time to scrap the myth that all young people should go to college and that every school and every major is worth the price. The debt load is simply crippling. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888 344 1170. And you know what? When this story broke this morning about this knitting and crocheting website banning Trump supporters and conservatives, I thought, who better to come on and talk about? Knitting controversies involving knitting and crocheting people than my buddy brother Ed Martin. Because when you think of Ed Martin and the Ed Martin movement, you think of you think of crocheting and knitting, don't you, Ed Martin? Well, I'm all <laughs> I'm all ti- I'm all tied up at this point. I'm I'm, uh, I'm tied in knots. Uh, I'm trying to think of other puns to say, but it is it is crazy to watch people with serious Trump derangement syndrome go all the way. I did see a picture of a bunch of women cr- uh, knitting and they were wearing those pink hats from the uh, Women's March years ago now, you know, the yeah. those ones that lo- look like a body part. And I yeah. thought that's about the size of it. I didn't know there was knitting uh, websites or knitting social communities. So this is news to me. But had I wanted to join, I would be offended that the Trump supporters aren't allowed on. It's amazing, isn't it? It's just crazy. If that's what passes for news, we may be, must be in the doldrums of summer, huh? Well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, at first blush, yeah. I mean, it's like, who are these crazy people who knit anyway? I mean, there's to me, you know, crocheting and knitting. First of all, by the way, don't, I don't want any, any of those products to show up in my Christmas stocking or wrapped under the tree. <laughs> there, I said it, okay? You ain't going to get AK to wear some homemade muffler or sweater that you've sat around knitting. And I don't even know what crochet crocheting is okay i don't know the difference between crocheting and knitting what i do know is that when we've gotten to a place in our society ed to where even the knitting community involves suppressing conservatism i mean what's next literally you're you know you're not going to be able to take your dog to the dog park if it's got you know uh flag or something or a red with a red little hat on i mean seriously well, you know, and the, and the one thing I do think is when you realize how how crazy social media has made life, because you know, think about people that want to knit and form a community. They can do it through the Internet. Like it used to be if you want to form a book club and you liked mysteries, there might be like 10 people in your whole town. Right now there's a knitting club. Just go on and find the Facebook page. But I, I look, I agree with you. And the context, it's, it's kind of funny to talk about knitting. But, you know, oh, the overlay, of course, is – 
uh, the tech companies and the power that they have, you know, and more mm-hmm. and more. I don't know if you're seeing there's a New York Times series. Uh, they asked sci fi writers to go into the future and write about social media. And they're all lunatic lefties mm-hmm. and they're all complaining about how uh, how the uh, seriously, they're complaining about how they think that the uh, Nazis and the neo-Nazis and the white supremacists are able to run wild on social media. And you look at it you're like, wait. They're not the ones that are having their viewpoints suppressed. It's it's guys like Crowder, and you know it's it's people that are being shut off of uh, social media. It's a it is a strange time, and there's a lot of uncertainty about what's going to be coming down the pike. Well, this is really serious because it, it is because what um the, because it's not just if this was just a knitting group doing this, I wouldn't even be talking about it. But we have every aspect of our society in which conservatives uh, that what they have said here is we cannot provide a space that is inclusive of all and all. Also allow support for open white supremacy, um, which is, is support for the Trump administration, is undeniably support for white supremacy. That is absolutely a scurrilous, mind-numbingly false narrative that is being pushed here, and they're getting al- being allowed to get away with it. It is there is absolutely nothing about the Trump administration that is white supremacist. That is this is this is a, a president who has gone out of his way to actively do what he can do for every minority group out there. This is the first president of the United States who's tried to decriminalize around the world uh, being mm-hmm. homosexual. So, and, and, but, and it's not just happening here. This is every aspect of our society, whether you are a school teacher, whether you are, um, your social media sites are being scoured by every employer out there and people are, kids are, kids are getting attacked on the street for wearing Trump hats. These people are saying you can still participate if you do in fact support the administration. You just can't talk about it here. This is the main point that's happening against conservatives all over this country, whether it's social media, whether it's in their employment, whether they're, tr- whether they're trying to conduct their business and they're being forced to conduct business in a way that, that doesn't match their religious convictions, that you, we conservatives and Christians are being marginalized and being oppressed in this country. And we need to wake up, don't we? Well, yes. I will say this, though. I will say one thing about that. I think that the number of people that are able to stay in the Trump deranged state is is decreasing. And, and what I mean by that is I think you and I know, you know, when you do radio like you do and when you're kind of out and about like we both are, you meet a lot of folks and we're meeting less and less normal people that are worried about Trump. You know, I mean, there were people that had been kind of indoctrinated and they were saying, well, he tweets a lot. He's rough. I don't know what he's going to do and all. And they're more and more. And you know what I, what I don't think that I do think I do agree with some of the people. And I think one of the Trump campaign toppers said, the polls don't work for Trump because the polls don't work with Trump because people have been conditioned to not want to say out loud that they like what's going on, but they like what's going on. You know what I mean? And now, but isn't remember, that sad though? Excuse me for interrupting, but isn't that just supporting yeah. what I'm saying is, is that when you in this country are feel like you cannot answer a poll question to say that you support President Trump, the left has successfully marginalized and oppressed a large portion of this country, we are, we have literally been oppressed. We now as conservatives have been shoved into a closet and we're going along with it. 
Well, I, yes, it is sad, but I think that I'd say something different. I'd say you, you certainly aren't going quietly, and neither am I, and I think right. most of our listeners are. And one of the things that we need more people to do is to, uh, is to model how and you know how you can be out and about i think it's harder it's harder for people that are on their job you know you you and i get paid to have an opinion and we you know we're out there and you know you're on your job and you're an engineer and you're working for uh northrop government or you know something and, and you, you know it doesn't advantage you to say anything so then you keep in your we have to figure out how to make it more and more common look one thing i think about and this may be too optimistic but i think that when donald trump wins a second term and wins it decisively i think that will be the point where a lot of people will start to breathe easier and say, okay, well, he's not running again. We're, you know, and and I, I think there'll be even more uh, comfort level. And again, what I would start to say before was now you watch and see if Donald Trump just gets 25% of African-American uh, uh, voters or 30% or 35% of Hispanic voters, he wins in a landslide. Nobody's ever done that from the Republican party. So, and again, I think there's a lot more people that are saying, Hey, he's, 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 he's done, as you pointed out in the, in the open, he's done more things that are counter to the traditional negative stereotype of a Republican. He's been softer on crime. He's been softer on, as you say, decriminalizing uh, certain conduct. He's been softer on drugs. He's actually said, hey, we're not going to pursue some of the federal enforcement on marijuana, at least as to possession is is for dealing, you know, those kinds of things. So he, he and he, by the way, he's kept us out of war, which is usually used to be the position of the Democrats. They used right. to say, we don't want any more war. So right. I, I just think, um, but it is sad and it's scary. And more importantly, you and I, again, are, are are paid to have this opinion. If you're on a college campus or you're in a, in a work setting, you you may be punished for having a conservative opinion, and that is scary. Absolutely, and it, and we have a, the 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 issue. One of the things I got to get into the Supreme Court. Talking to Ed Martin of the Ed Martin Movement, y'all listen to him every night here at 9 p.m. Okay, um, one we've got a ruling coming out of SCOTUS today because in addition to yeah. being a famous knitter and crocheter and a talker, right. Ed Martin is also an attorney. Um, so yeah. um, I've been very disappointed with the fact that this Supreme Court uh, there's had a big ruling come out today involving trademark and I thought initially I thought what the heck they still they have not they have not heard a case in which they will finally make a decision as to whether or not people's religious freedoms can protect right. them from being forced to do right. business at, at, at forced to participate in a gay wedding um, but they're going to hear this trademark case but then other people yeah. are saying this case today Ed, they're saying it actually is very positive for conservatives and might have far-reaching imp- implications what can you tell us about this well you know it is interesting it's the second of two cases there was a case a couple of years ago where a, a an asian american a band set a band uh, you know musical band nicknamed themselves the slants which of course is a slur often used against asian americans and they were actually told they couldn't use that name as a a trademark name. They wanted to use that as a band and have T-shirts and things and get protection for selling things. And they actually said, "We're not doing derogatory. We're actually trying to sort of, you know, mock the the derogatory name." Well, that, that, so there was about two years ago. There was a case because it was struck. They were first forbidden to have a trademark. Supreme Court said, "Look, that's free speech, and it's a protected. If they want to do it, they can do it." Well, this this was a companion case. Just came down today, as you point out, where somebody had started a company called FUC. T, if you pronounce it, it sounds dramatically yeah, like a and naughty. and and basically yeah and basically the Supreme Court said again look it's um it is and they made some line in there about how it's not pleasant but if you're using it's free speech and I do think in a world right now where a lot of 
the free speech is being limited, it is it is a positive opinion in the sense that it says, hey, look, some things are going to seem offensive to people, but you can still use them in a public setting. You know, I hope we'll have morals and 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 uh, and people will think it's ugly. But anyway, so that was the decision. It's not it's not uh, big either, not not major either way. I do, I do think one thing people need to understand in America, we have a great system of patents and trademarks, meaning when you invent it, when you come up with a really great uh, phrase, you can trademark it. If you invent it, you can patent it. In other countries, you have to ask the state, ask the government for permission to have the right to use it. In America, if you invent it, if you come up with it, you get to use it and make a living off of it. That's one of the reasons that personal property aspect that we're great. Mm -hmm. And so in the sense that this is uh, not letting a law, the Lanham Act, passed by Congress, take away people's right even to come up with naughty names that they use as a trademark, right. that in a sense is a good protection, I think. Well, uh, well, but we'll again, see. it's not a big deal. Well, well, it's not a big deal and necessarily, which begs the question, why did they bother to take this case up when we've, we've got the Jack Phillips, who's being sued now for the third time, and we've got we've got Christian businesses literally being persecuted by the left. Although, so if I do find some silver lining here, some people are saying that it, this case was closely watched um, because it might have implications for um, mascots and teams like the Washington Redskins. Because if you can, you know, so in other words, you know, you, you now the Supreme Court has said you don't have the right legally. A business has the right to name itself something in, in spite of the fact that it may hurt your feelings or you may not like it. Final thought. Well, yeah, I think maybe so. I, I mean, I think, again, that's the Redskins have a trademark for sure for that. The Washington Redskins, for example, and the Cleveland Indians. It's more of a question, frankly, you know, back to an earlier a part of this conversation. We were talking about Trump voters who feel pressured, uh, whether the the politically correct uh, pre- uh, culture will oppress people and, and pressure the owners to change their minds. I, but I think that yeah, maybe maybe it'll offer some protection, but I think the bigger question is, can the owner of the Redskins, the owner of the Indians, others stand up to the madding crowds? That'll be a harder question to see. Well, we'll we will see. And y'all tune in later tonight, 9 p.m. Pacific, and listen to my buddy, Ed Martin, famous knitter, crocheter, attorney, <laughs> and great talk That's show right. host. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Andrea. All right. So uh, stay tuned. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. And up next, we've got to talk about Iran. President Trump issued some more sanctions today against Iran. What's going on here? What's the game plan? Is military action off the table? We will talk uh, to Al Parada from the stream when we come back from the break. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Areas Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. 
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Hi, this is Andrea Kay from Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, 250 cents 10, $100 cents 4, $50 cents 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. It's no secret that we have bad water in San Diego. Strange odors, chlorine taste, new disinfectants, you get the picture. What you need is Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System. It removes all the harmful stuff, descales, limescale buildup, and leaves you with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Superior Water launched their company right here on KCBQ over 20 years ago. Now they're offering the answer Waterboy discount. $500 off any Waterboy Whole House System. Call 1-800-WATERBOY today for a free estimate and water test. The Waterboy also extends the life of your appliances and even improves dry skin. The Waterboy has five five-star ratings and is maintenance-free with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask for the Answer Waterboy discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY or visit SuperiorWater.com. And remember, bad water is a serious problem and the Waterboy is your answer. Make the change this spring to have fresh-tasting water from every tap. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. great water you'll enjoy. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Uh, President Trump is still continuing to be criticized for the fact that there was going to be a strike and then he decided there was not going to be a strike on Iran. Uh, he's getting uh, criticism from left and right. Half the conservatives feel like he should have... Uh, fingers in the air quotations half the conservatives um mainly neocons and uh, never trumpers felt like trump should have responded harshly to iran and uh, uh continued forward with a military strike the other half feel like no he did the right thing but then you've also got the democrats split uh those who continue to say for years that republicans are always trying to take us into wars and you know it's you know they're those 
all of those criticizing Trump today are probably the same people that have been criticizing him from day one on Iran. Uh, So joining me to talk about this issue and what President Trump did today with sanctions on Iran is Al Parada. Hey, Al, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm good. So Al is the managing editor of The Stream. He's been on uh, the show before. He's also co-author of the counterterrorism memoir, Hostile Intent. Um, So Al, take us through your thoughts on why President Trump did the right thing by not striking Iran and what he did with the sanctions today. Well, here's the the thing. He did strike Iran. He he ended the cyber attacks. And I was thinking about this. In a sense, it's like Trump... um, you kind of hung out with a lot of mafia folks when you're in the construction business in New York, right? And yeah. so this was like, okay, am I going to hit him in the face where it's going to show to the world that I've hit him in the face? Or am I going to give him out and am I going to hit him in the gut? I'm going to hit him where it hurts. I'm, going to, I'm not going to leave a bruise on their face. So he, he did the cyber attack and he did the sanctions, hurting him personally. This is like locking up millions of dollars of Chinese money, you know, by going after him personally with the sanctions. So... It's interesting they say he didn't, as if he had to blow up stuff to have an impact. I think he wanted to give them a little bit of an out. Uh, he's, you know, the fact even the other day after the attack, he was sort of, you know, you think Trump will be, you know, up there and, you know, roaring like a lion. He's like, hey, I think somebody made a mistake. And some of the intelligence really showed that. But I also think he wanted to give Iran an out. Why, why would you want to give Iran an out? Because these are people that are, they teach their kids yeah. to chant death to America in their schools yeah. every day. These are people that when they say they want to blow Israel and the United States off the map, they mean it. These are people that we, uh, in a ridiculous fashion with the Obama administration, uh, with Obama and John Kerry, got us into a really bad deal. These are, and they've been, they, what few things were involved in that deal that were supposed to be to our benefit that the uh, Iran, you know, didn't, didn't adhere to it. So what would, why would it be a good play to give them an out to, to try to work in any way with this regime? Well, it's different because if you bomb them, you're escalating into violent conflict. If you're using sanctions and the sanctions are hurting so bad, they're starting to cry about it and they're really getting hurt by it. And their regime is getting weakened by it, and they're not able to do what they could have done before because of it. You can keep keep that pressure on the net. It's like you don't have to, you know, slit the person's throat if you got your hand on their, you know, know, slowly strangling them. You don't have to, you know. And so, I I think he's playing. He was playing kind of clever in a way. He's like, okay, we'll give them a little space. If they do something, we can always ask for the U.S. military. We can, you know, we can knock them out. We don't. You know, that's not so much the issue. It's do you want to escalate into a war when, or escalate the situation further when there might be a way in the long run you get what your, your goal is not destroying Iran and blowing it up. Your goal is them not getting a nuke, right? Right. And well, that's supposed to be the goal. Regime change. So, so is, is attacking, blowing up a bunch of stuff, getting you closer to regime change? Or, 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 or tougher sanctions getting you closer to regime change. Well, it's a long game. Well, I, I think oh, maybe that's what he's kind of doing. Yeah, well, unfortunately, yeah. really, you know, what President Trump inherited really gives him few options to even run a long game. So in terms of yeah. in terms of stopping them from getting a nuke, there it's kind of like what he inherited with North Korea and what uh, President Bush, George W. Bush, inherited from North Korea after, you know, Bill Clinton, after the amount of money that was given uh, to North Korea in terms of the nuke, you know, cap- capability. It's kind of the similar thing here. I mean, they're already long on their way to that. They've already got 
uh, down the road on the capability there. In terms of regime change, for us to try to make regime change happen, it's not going to happen with helping the people on the street because I don't think that they've got the – the, the the desire the the young people of Iran, even though the average age used to be like in the twenties, I don't think that they're they've got it in them to do it, or they probably would have done it already. So you know, really, I'm not really sure. Other than just trying to contain them to contain their power, long game, I'm not really sure we have many options. Well, again, we have the military capability to get that close. We Israel, want to get, I part of me thinks the main reason Obama did the deal was to stop Israel from attacking them. I think Israel was ready to go after the nuclear program. So um, I know, you know, at some point, if they get there's that threshold that Natalie talks about, they cross that line, all bets are off. So, you know, they're in the game. And again, it's, I mean, there's, it's the Middle East, and so it's always a mess, but, but there's so many parts to it that it's, it, 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 it's a mess. And what, what gets me, and this is the thing that really, and I'm sure, kicks you off, too. When you hear things like, you know, this is all Trump's fault because he pulled out of the deal. As if Iran has been sitting there for the last 35 years, you know, playing peace train over and over again and showing showing everybody love. Uh, they've been blowing, killing Americans since their, their Hezbollah blew up the Marine barracks in, what, 82? Right. Uh, yeah, these are the people that... that was AOC was born. Right. These... Was AOC was born. Yeah, so... And that's how long they've been doing this. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing this for decades, and that really begs the question that really the time for us to have done something really militarily to take them out if we really wanted to prevent them from getting a nuke was really a long time ago. Instead, you know, there's even reports that Obama, hold old Obama people, including John Kerry and others, have been actually over there in Iran trying to work behind the scenes to provoke President Trump to do something. We've got Maxine Waters, uh, it, you know, today blaming President Trump and, you know, actually high-ranking members of the Democrat Party. Uh, blaming President Trump, even at his, and as well as Mike Pompeo, when he actually a week or so ago, when he held a press conference and he blamed Iran for striking the oil tanker. Well, what classified, what information do you have to, to know that it was Iran? I mean, well, like he's supposed to give out classified intelligence right there in a press briefing. Yeah. So part of what President Trump, he's inherited a mess from North Korea to Iran. The entire Middle East is, is exactly after Obama, what Dinesh D'Souza predicted in his movie 2016. We were, we were left with an America economically and militarily neutered with Islamic uh, radical Islam in control over the Middle East. And and so he inherited a mess. There's very few good options for him. He, and really, I think he's doing everything that he can to try to contain it, to try to not take us into a needless war, yet somehow making them believe that he will if, if he's provoked enough to do it. And I think that he's done a masterful job with this balancing act because he's really inherited a mess. I wish we had more time, Al Parada. Tell everybody where they can read your articles. At the stream, stream.org. All right. Well, I love you guys at thestream.org. You guys do a phenomenal job, great reporting, great blog post. Everybody there is phenomenal, and I thank you for being here. Well, thanks. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. And I know that I told y'all we were going to be moving the Facebook Live broadcast to my actual page. I got started getting so many messages from people confused by that. We're going to wait a week, and I'm going to continue to, like, do some Facebook posts and kind of explain that a little bit further. That's going to start next Monday. But we're going to be right back after the break. So don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E.
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. There may be danger lurking behind your house's electrical panel, and you may not even know it. You need to call Romo with ER Electric. Over the two decades ER Electric has been in business, they've seen far too many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards in their electrical panel. You see, over time, corrosion can wear out your panel's components, causing electricity to arc when the circuit becomes overloaded. That means next time you run the microwave and the toaster at the same time, you won't trip the breaker, potentially starting a fire. For a limited time, ER Electric is offering free panel inspection and tune-ups when you mention the word radio. When you call ER Electric, you'll talk to Romo directly, and he'll put you and your family's safety ahead of profits. So call today and give your home a clean bill of health. Call 858-877-8229, 858-877-8229, or visit erelectricsd.com. ER Electric, 858-877-8229. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the western wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks ended the day running in place and narrowly lower. Iran and the G20 are certainly the headline issues, but we're also four days away from the end of the first half of the year, up 17%. That, too, in focus. The Treasury 10 down 5 at 201, still calling for a rate cut next month. And El Dorado buys out Caesars, creating our largest gaming company. Last Friday's big refinery fire, a total loss. It will not be rebuilt at over a $100 million cost. It was the oldest U.S. refinery, producing 5% of the East Coast gasoline. Now, refinery had another fire recently, and it has filed for bankruptcy earlier this year. It also has $88 million in cash and, I assume, fire insurance. Smells a bit fishy, doesn't it? And the East Coast gas prices, well, 
they're going to pay the cost. As American Airlines says politics is slowing 730 approval. Bill Holland with the answers of the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. No, it's not, not, it's not time yet for the Democrat debates. That's going to be Thursday night. You're probably wondering why DJ Carrot Sticks is playing that circus music, and that's pretty much what it's going to be Thursday night. We're actually going to be playing... I believe we are. Aren't we, DJ Carrie's just going to be playing uh, some from the Democrat debates? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to be playing some of it. Yeah, we are. If you can handle it out there, folks. Well, if you can stomach it. Don't eat a full meal. You might get sick. I know. Well, the thing is, is that I feel like it's important. Well, we're, I think we're going to wait and see what the lineup is going to be Thursday night. We're going to keep you guys posted once we see what the lineup is going to be. There might be some sound bites. I think it's going to actually start about an hour or so before the show. So there might be some sound bites we can call beforehand that we might play. Um, you know, I, it's tough for me, Carrot Sticks, because sometimes I listen to other shows and I go, why in the world are they playing clips from The View or from... You know, all these politicians that that it just sounds like insanity. But I think that we, the American, I, I, you know, I feel like we need to know what the left is trying to sell the American people and provide a counter to it because it's hard. And I've been saying for a long time, the Republican Party has really not done a good job. And it's a tough job to do. It's tough to sell hard work, opportunity and ambition against somebody offering free. It's a hard sell. No, it's really hard. You know, and and that, but that's the game plan. If you listen to everything as going into the debates in terms of what their plan is, it's everything from free this for you, and every every identity group out there gets gets rep, free uh, reparations. In fact, before the break, I was uh, before the show tonight, we were talking about it. it was like now Elizabeth Warren says this group should get reparations, and I'm like, well, hey, well, what about women? Shouldn't we get reparations because we couldn't vote years ago? And now it's and then it was like, well, shouldn't you know? But wait a second, should transgender? How can transgender OBGT, transgenders people get reparations? What about the Irish? They were treated unfairly right. when they first came from Ellis Island. Exactly. So, you know, at, at what point is every identity group having to take out of their pocket is kind of like going around a circle. You know, this group has to hand it to the next person and that person has to take it out of their pocket. I mean, it's getting insane. And you know what? Oh, by the way, if you guys are going to, if, if somebody, how far back are they going to go to the college debt payoff? DJ Carrot Sticks. That's a good question. Because did you have to pay off any school loan debt? Fortunately not. Because I did. It took me 11 years to pay it off. So why is it that somebody now who got two hundred fifty, who racked up $250,000 in debt getting a worthless degree that they couldn't then get a job like I did to pay it off, you go and you take out those loans, choose your degree on the basis of what you think is going to be your ability to pay it back because you're strategic to get your degree. At least you should be. And you should get interest because you could have gotten uh, interest on that money that Heck you yeah. used to pay on your uh, student loan. Exactly. So, you know, it will be interesting. The tough thing for them, and that's why they're doubling down and going so deep in this free thing, because they know that President, the success that President Trump has had with his e- economic plan, which was lower taxation and, and lower regulations and how it's spurred on entre- entrepreneurship and the greatness of America. But see, socialism taps into and is sold by appealing to the worst of our human nature, which is to get something without having to earn it. Yeah. And they, like you always say, what do you say? Control the message and you control the mind. Everything's free. Like they never say taxpayer funded. Right. Oh, uh, Bernie Sanders for free college and so-and-so's for free this and free health 
No one ever uses the terminology taxpayer funded. Right. And the Republican Party has not done a good job. I really expected, incorrectly so, that when Mitt Romney ran in 2012, that we would have a businessman like Trump who would understand how to sell capitalism, how to sell the fact that he was pretty, he was a self-made man. Did his father have some money? Yeah, but he was a self-made man. He did an abysmal job, horrible job in selling capitalism because he's a limousine liberal is what he is. He was the architect of Obamacare. And the Republican Party has never done a good job in explaining to the American people, there is no such thing as free. The government has no money. It must take money from this individual and give it to this one over here. It w- it's about based on stealing, and eventually there won't be any money left from the people, that the makers, to give to the takers. Um, so we're, we're going to have to see uh, what you know happens with this Democrat debate. We're going to keep you posted on that in terms of what our plan will be on the day of those debates. Um, the reason DJ Carrot Sticks played that circus music, though, is that he happened to be watching, and I didn't even see this. You know, we do, we're starting to do a lot more pop culture segments here on the show because that's really where the left has made a lot of inroads in terms of changing society. Obama's idea for transformation uh, of America, which is to destroy its Judeo-Christian principles and values and traditions in order to usher in their little Marxist schemes. And they, you know, not separation of church and state, but replacement of God and state. So unbeknownst to ABC, they went to air the Flying Walendas, who did a brother-sister team, Nick Walenda and a sister, uh, Lo- Loana Walenda. They did a crossover thing, 25 stories up in Times Square, 1,300 feet long, crossing over each other in the middle. And I guess unbe- ABC wasn't expecting it, but you know what? It ended up getting aired that they were praying and thanking Jesus in the middle of that walk. Right, DJ Kirstakes? Yeah, it was awesome. You know, normally I don't watch those type of things, but I happened to land on it. And I was watching a little bit of it. And and she was singing gospel songs and, you know, praying to to Jesus, saying, please, Lord, help us through this. I've practiced this. You know, I can do this, Lord. And it was, I loved it. I even put it on closed captions to see if that they would put it on. And they did. Yeah, it's, it, you can imagine what was happening in the control booth, though. <laughs> well, the right? uh, Michael Strahan was one of the commentators. They didn't mention it once, their faith or anything like that. They kept going on and on about how she, you know, is, was her comeback from a fall in 2006, uh, 2016. Um, but they yeah. didn't really mention their faith at all. And they were on Good Morning America this morning, and they played, like, just a little bit. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, yeah, the whole family fell in 2017, and according to doctors, this one, uh, this one sister, Luana, she actually broke every bone in her face. But the doctors considered it a miracle that they lived. And you know, if you're if you're a person of faith, if you're a Christian, it just makes sense that the Lord let them live, let her live, so that she could be up there in front of the world, giving the praise to Jesus. We got a little bit of clip DJ Karistics pull for y'all to hear. Jesus name. I've got this in Jesus name. Wow. Yeah. And boy, she had it. Um, you know, as I was like in a death grip to hold myself onto a ride at the fair Saturday night, <laughs> thinking the whole time DJ Kirstick says these rides are held together with, with, with tape, duct tape, yeah. with duct tape, I've seen it. you know, they did have wires on them, which I guess the city requires, um, but I still, there ain't no way I would do it. The hardest part for them and they were, when they were talking to each other, uh, through the mic, um, walkie talkies, it was the light up signs, the neon signs of the led lights that were, you know, was almost blinding or to, to the point where she could hardly see the wire. Wow. 
Yeah, because you know what? Even you're, if when you're that high up, you ain't wanting to be counting on a wire. Uh, you know, on the on the the line, the safety line. No, 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 no. Particularly since it would still have been a disaster. It would have been considered a fail for them. Well, I think that this was was a miracle. It was a win um, for not just the Walenda family, but also for Jesus and and Christians out there to get to see that broadcast. It was twenty. It was, they were up on the wire for twenty four minutes, uninterrupted, no commercials. And I would say for. 15 out of that 24 minutes, they were praising the Lord and singing gospel songs. She was singing gospel songs. Well, that is awesome. And I don't, you know, that's just absolutely amazing. Uh, We touched on this a little bit uh, before when I was talking to Brother Ed Martin um, about social media. Guys, go check out Project Veritas revealed this Google fairness efforts uh, to prevent 2016 from happening again. And basically what was revealed was... Um, what we've talked about a million times on the show, that their their idea of fairness in their algorithms and in control of the content is it, it, it's flat out. And she even says here, this insider from Google, she says that uh, that the their concept of fairness and what they're trying to do does not match the definition of fairness for Trump supporters. And that's right, because, you know, what our idea of fair is you put everybody's content out, out there, everybody's message out there, report everything and let the people decide, not controlling the message. Message so you can control minds and then think that you're going to control the 2020 election, which is what their game plan is. Love you all. Be back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.